What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Babes and Brews podcast. I'm Cameron. I'm Casty. What's up, you guys? I really almost said radio hour. I know. It's weird to say podcast. We've been doing, you know, grinding on that radio hour, and now it's officially over, and we're ready to get back to our podcast. Yeah, it's summer, so... It's officially summer. The Babes and Brews podcast is on location right now. We are currently in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, where Cassie's uh, in Cassie's childhood home. Uh, we're having a grand old time before we um, go ahead and hit the road because <laughs> Team Casey is headed to LA this summer. We we're truly wait. on the road. <laughs> we're truly on the road this summer, and I, we just have so much exciting things, things happening. Happening, and that's why you know this. It's been over a month since a podcast since. We've just been so busy. It's the end of school. We're officially on summer. We had finals. We had our radio hour. And then we had to get our summer plans figured out. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. We didn't mean to neglect the podcast, but we really just had to wrap up school. But now we are in full on. We are in full entertainment mode. Like, since our internship this summer, we're going to be dealing with so many celebrities. We're going to be in Beverly Hills. So we're going to be truly invested in the culture. And like, we're going to be living in LA this summer. So we're just going to get a lot of experience. We're going to be more knowledgeable than ever. ever. And I feel like we're really going to be able to like back up a lot of things that we say. And we're just going to have like a lot of credibility from it. For sure. We'll get more into our summer plans at the end of the episode because I'm just so excited I'm to so dive excited. right in. It's going to be the best summer ever. I literally, I have to catch a plane in what, like three hours? I'm I so know. excited. Cameron starts her the internship this Thursday. week. On, On Thursday. Thursday. And it's then Monday I start right next now. Monday. I know. You start a week I'm from so today. I'm so excited. I just can't wait to like hear everything about it. I cannot After wait. After your first day. I know. It'll be so fun. I'm we, so We have excited. so many exciting plans. Okay, we'll get into that Yeah, we'll get into later. that later, so be- Because tuned. big news, a week from today or not a week from today but a week last ago, monday last monday it was the met gala which i have to say the met gala is one of my favorite days of the Me entire too. year it's so hard it's like the oscars the grammys and the met gala <laughs> those are my three like ride or die favorite days of the year me like, too it's just like it's so it's just like a hub of news you know and that's what i live for and then the outfits at the met gala this year stole the show. I think this is probably my favorite Met Gala to date. It has been my favorite year. I like, think truly. That, the theme this year was camp. And people really slept on the theme. Yeah, like, I agree. The theme was camp, and that means just, like, over the top and, like, extravagant, ex- extra. Yeah. Um, and you can just kind of, everyone took their own spin on it, I Which think. I think is super cool. Mm-hmm. And then, so, I, I just can't even, because every single look was my favorite look, I think. And we, of course, had our notebooks out and were taking extensive notes on every single outfit there was. And so, of course, we wrote down some of our favorites. But honestly... I don't think I could even choose one. I had the hardest time picking my favorites this year because everyone absolutely nailed it. It would have been more fun to, like, choose our least favorite looks because that would have been easier. So true. Like, I don't even think I could choose a top five. It was like every single person that kept coming out, I was like, that's my favorite. That's Literally. My favorite. And everyone just really like embodied their personalities. And from everyone it. was so different. And which everyone I think was took so a different cool. twist on it, yeah. which is why I kind of like that it was camp because it was more of a broad theme. 100%. Which last year it was like Catholicism, I yeah. think, it was or like it was like religion, religion or yeah. something. So everyone was kind of along the same lines. But this but year. This yeah. year it was so cool. We saw a lot of pinks, like a lot of baby pinks. Which I love. Which I like love. Like pastels and like a lot of pastels. light colors. Um, the oh, pink carpet was phenomenal. Phenomenal. We had a lot of over-the-top looks. 
which I really enjoyed. Me too. Like, uh, let's let's dive right in. Okay. Let's dive right into some of our favorite looks. I mean, first of the night, we got to talk about Gaga. Yeah, because that was everything I could have hoped for from her, and even more. So Lady Gaga put on a full-on performance. She was one of the co-hosts along with Harry Styles and I think Serena Williams. It was Serena Williams, and I think maybe one other person. Um, but she had a full-on performance. So she started out in. A pink ball gown. Like a giant pink like a ball giant gown that one. went, you know, to her neck. And it she had a nice headpiece on. And it covered a, a giant, like, 25-foot train even more, I think. And it was beautiful. I mean, she looked phenomenal. And then it only got better. Yeah, then she went down to a black ball gown. Almost kind of like... It was her structured. Oscars look almost, but yeah. it was like super structured, and it was just like very simple and elegant. Which I mean, shocked everyone that she was even like changing on the carpet almost. Mm. And then she went even more so. Mm-hmm. And then she went to a hot pink slip. Yeah, and like she, um, her designer was Brandon Maxwell, who's a good friend of hers, and so he every layer would take it off of her. And then when she took off the pink, uh, the black to show the pink slip, she of course had like a shocked expression, a very like Ma- Marilyn. Monroe-esque um, moment where she was like, oh, my, you know, I'm getting naked. Yeah. <laughs> Which I she so went, appreciate. Yeah. I don't, did we say this? And she went from the hot pink slip to like black. Yeah. Then she went. Like lingerie almost. Yeah. She literally went from the pink slip then down to her And the whole time underwear. when she was like undressing her lair, it was like a performance yeah. that she was doing. She had the, you know, the cell phone. Mm-hmm. She had the glasses, the purse. Like she... It absolutely was nailed it. Phenomenal. I mean, and, and like, her what, hair and makeup were just so gaga. And the uh, the lashes. Mm-hmm. She and, had these like extensive like lashes on, and I think she had a blonde wig on. Yeah, like she had like gold, yeah, lashes with uh, her iconic ten boot heels. I mean, in the wagon, she had a freaking, freaking wagon. wagon. <laughs> it was so good. It was literally so good, and I'm so impressed. Mm-hmm. And like, especially because her Oscar outfits were so understated, and like. Her award seasons, you know, she kept it pretty chill because she was Very trying to simple. be t- taken seriously. And we finally got, like, the Gaga we know and love. Yeah, we finally saw Gaga again because she is a, truly a fashion icon. Seriously. Like, she, whenever she started out in this industry, it was, she got known for her looks and yeah, her fashion. and being and, crazy. And stepping out of the box. So I'm happy to see her do that. Yeah. Again. Me too, me too. Um, She's really going back to her roots. Then one of our... Favorites of the night. We, uh, first of all, just one of our favorite people in general. And then she absolutely nailed her look was Kelty Knight. Um, she's actually a reporter for Entertainment Tonight, but she's also part of the Lady Gang, which is our favorite like podcast and our favorite show on E. Um, she wore um, she wore this like couture like giant pink ball gown ball gown with like giant pink sleeves and a super long train and then her hair and a slit down the middle yeah and her hair like pulled back she looked so good she showed up she was was one like if I had to wear something this was my favorite out of me too the Met Gala if I were to wear something I think and Um, the funniest part of the whole thing which we watched um she has a show on E! called Lady Gang and last night it was the season finale and they were talking about her Met Gala look and they showed a picture and in one of the pictures her straight up vagina was out in the dress so funny which is like a Met Gala nightmare I feel like and she just did not care she was like happens you know which is so funny it makes me love Kelty Knight I 
I'm a huge stan. I love her. Okay, Cassie, what was one of your fave looks? Um, I really, I thought it was interesting what Serena Williams did. Loved it. So she had a, it was a very yellow neon dress brand. with like pink tulle throughout or like flowers, I think. Yeah, it was like and pink flowers. she wore neon Nikes yeah. with it, which is just very Serena Williams. It's so on brand for and her then, and she looked phenomenal. I'm pretty sure at the after party, her dress like came apart. She like stripped down the bottom and then was wearing like neon Spanx. Oh, cool. With the Nikes, which I thought was really, really cool. That's super cool. I think she just seemed like really confident in it. Like I feel like she was really, and to be a host of the Met Gala, like. And I like how she stepped out of the box. Like it is a rule that you're not, you're supposed to wear heels. Right. At the Met Gala. There's like a bunch of rules. You can't have denim. Um, you can't have heel. It's a bunch of other rules. Heels, but I know when Kanye West decided to wear denim a few years ago, it kind of like broke all the barriers. So I like how Serena did that. I also, of course, Casey Musgraves. Oh, another one. So cool. I just like it was another one that really like embodied the theme, and it was her first Met Gala ever, ever. which was so cool. And she's coming off such a big, you know, year of, like, Grammy, or, uh, you know, album of the year and, and winning all the Grammys. And Yeah, just, this like, has just been a really big year for Casey. Yeah. So she had a full-on Barbie look. Like, her, her look Barbie. was Barbie. Yeah. She was Barbie for the night. She showed up in a pink convertible, and I think she had, like, she, what, she had, like, a hair, or, no, she had a, a phone? A purse? A phone yes, purse? Yeah, she had, like, a phone purse. She had the glasses. She had, of course, the iconic... Barbie hair. I mean, the hot she was, pink outfit, and it was all to celebrate. Um, they, uh, her designer is releasing a Barbie doll, which is so cool. So, so they basically cool. modeled Casey after the spot Barbie doll, and it was such a cool moment. And I just, first of all, love Casey Musgraves, and she just like seemed so excited and like happy to be there. Really, um, she. I mean, I loved it. She looked absolutely phenomenal. And and then she announced that she's going to be, that she signed with IMG Models. Yeah. So there you go. She's a model now. Congrats, Casey Musgraves. Congrats, Casey. Oh, you know who I thought had a super cool look um, was Lily Collins. She had like a yeah. full um, Priscilla Presley moment, like very 60s vibes. Lily Collins is all the hype right now. Everyone, she is. Have you been seeing? Everyone is totally shipping her and Zach. Which, first of all, kind of love. So, uh, I don't know. Okay, I, don't I know have how to I say, feel. like, I used to hate Lily Collins. I don't know. I have, like, no reason to hate her. I used to absolutely hate her. Like, she used to really bug me. And in the last, like, two, three years, she's really, like, grown on me. And I really like her now, which I is weird. I really liked her in the Ted Bundy movie. She was great. But I don't know if I like them together in real life. I'm, like, not that mad at it. Because Lily Collins, I feel like, is cool and kind of down to earth. And I feel like so is Zac Efron. Um, so I wouldn't be that mod. And they both are so beautiful. They kind of match each other. But I don't know. I really liked Lily Collins' whole vibe. Me too. Um, but let's talk about some of the boys of the night. The Harry boys, Styles. The boys killed it this year, I have to say. This like, was... The men wow. in the be- Met Gala was the best I've ever seen. Ever seen. And I really like how the men are like... They are just doing what they want, almost. They're not just They're not wearing... afraid to push the boundaries. Yeah, like, they're being more feminine if they mm-hmm. want to. They're, we're really pushing the boundaries, yeah. which I very much respected. Yeah, so Harry Styles, he was, of course, one of the ha- the hosts of the night. He was wearing Gucci. He wore this, like, black sheer long sleeve kind of suit with, like, a giant bow. By and Gucci. 
It was so good. His tattoos. I love he, he could see his tattoos. His tattoos it. showed through this year, which was so hot. He looked so good. Yeah, he really needed to, like, show out this year, too, being a co-host. He kind of needed to show that he can hang being a co-host. Yeah. And he just did exactly that. He looked so good. And then Jared Leto. I can't remember what designer he was wearing, but he literally held his a replica of his head on the carpet, which I think is it was very so on funny. brand for him. And so funny. Then Darren Chris. Um, he looked so good. He went, you know, full makeup, full... He always looks so good. So good. And I'm just... Uh, I literally love the boys of the night. It was one of my favorite things to see. I would have to agree. My probably favorite... It's very close between Kelty and Rosie. Oh. H.W. Huntington Whiteley. Whitley? Whitley. Whiteley? Whiteley? I Whitley? I have no idea. She, my favorite. Like, that is exactly what I'd wear. She wore this baby pink, like, all feathered mm-hmm. dress. See, I It was so good. I think it was one of amazing. my favorite dresses of the night. But I have to say, I would wear that to the Oscars. I don't know if I'd wear that to, like, the camp Met Gala. Yeah, but I, just, I kind of thought that with a lot of people. But I feel like with models, they just really try to keep it classy and, like, I'm pretty. They don't like to show up with the theme. Is what I've been seeing with the models. Yeah, and, like, like Giselle. Yeah, yeah. and, like, Hailey Bieber. Yeah. Like, they all... Ju- and even, like... Okay, I guess Gigi and Bella, they did okay. Yeah, Gigi and Bella killed it. But you know who... What model I think did a really cool job, which I was really surprised by, was Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah. She looked so cool. I she had a full... I agree. She had a full share moment, and I like that she went over the top, but also, like, not stupid almost you know she just channeled her inner share and her body looked insane nuts like I can't believe a human can look like that like her stomach I don't I don't I didn't even know those muscles existed Existed. like she looked so cool I really liked Haley Seinfeld I think she really like embodied Mm. what the theme of camp was so she wore this I agree this dress and it said like no photos please Mm -hmm. on the bottom and then she had a camera and she had a camera. And the also the whole thing with camp is, like, irony and, like, being... It's, mm-hmm. like, ironic, I guess. Yeah. So I did think she was very creative with that and really embodied the camp. For sure. Like, so props to that. Like, I wouldn't wear it personally. Oh, I wouldn't I either. I think she looked great. Yeah. She just really went with the theme. And that's what I think is so interesting, looking at all the celebrities. Like, what are they going to do? Are they just going to, like, look pretty? Yeah. Or are they really going to embody the theme? And she did just that. And same with Katy Perry. So like, true. I didn't like her outfit, but that is camp. To, yeah, I completely agree. Um, Speaking of models, though, uh, Cara Delevingne. I loved Nailed it. Nailed it. I think she was one of my favorites of the night, I have to say, because I think it was, again, so cool, right on theme, but still classy and really pretty and still, like, fashion. Because at the end of the day, it's about the fashion. Yeah. It's about, you know, what you are wearing and how it, you know, is perceived. And I think she did such a good job. The orange stripe over her face, like, a full headpiece. I don't know. I loved it. I think she looks so good. I love that the she had the... stripes. I love Kara with long hair. I think she looks so good. I, she always kills it, though. Oh, wait. I mean, Doesn't she... Doesn't matter what she wears. She could wear... She could wear would look a paper bag and look phenomenal, so... It's nuts. Zendaya? Um, a Cinderella? So cool. Absolutely phenomenal. It, she had this, like, light up... Again, a full performance. She had a performance. She was Cinderella. Yeah. That's what she was going for. She had a light up dress... Um, she had a wand with dust. Mm-hmm. It was oh, and then on the carpet, she like lost her slipper. That was the best part. Yeah, yeah she ditched her shoe on the carpet. Which I mean, she was Cinderella. How could she not? 
And then um, another one, Charlie XCX. Okay, she, I, I was so surprised by her. She was, we put her on our Instagram because she was definitely one of our favorites. And she kind of bugs me too, like as a person, but I loved it. She wore like a structured highlighter yellow dress with like heels that and were she like, had red dip dyed hair. Loved it. It was I, by Calvin Klein, I remember. It was so good. And I, she really bugs me. So it really takes a lot for me to say she looked great. And then. I have to say my, like, last few favorites of the night was Naomi Campbell. People voted her, like, best dressed of the night. Like, she looked It looked so, so good with good. her skin tone. I mean, it's Naomi Campbell. Again, you could wear a, pa- a paper bag. she a feather cape, I think. Yeah, she had a full feather cape with, like, a pink low-cut dress. And it looked so good. And she was feeling herself. And she had someone on the carpet. She paid someone to fan her the whole time. She had a personal <laughs> fanner. So that's her feathers so were blowing in the wind. Which, that's so funny. That's so Naomi Campbell. I think we need to round out with the Kardashian-Jenner clan. Absolutely. Just go through them all. Absolutely. Because the Kardashians take the Met Gala very seriously. So seriously. This is their Super Bowl. Seriously. Truly, this is their Super Bowl. And I have to say, every single one of them was my favorite look I think they've ever had. So far. Like, truly. Kim, the day of the Met, was posting all of her looks. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, 2015 was probably my favorite. But I just, like, was like, okay. Like, this year... All of them were my yeah, favorite. Seriously. So, Let's start with Chris. I was going to say, Chris <laughs> came on the carpet first, and the blonde wig. So I mean, good. she just needed that. She wore a freaking blonde wig, and she said Kylie convinced her to do it because, of course, she did because Kylie's a queen. <laughs> but she looked so good. She wore like a uh, navy jumpsuit with like a big structured sleeves, and so good, Chris Jenner. It's my favorite Met Gala yet. Me too. I was surprised she went with Tommy Hilfiger, though. I'm. Uh, but it looks so good. Like, she looked phenomenal. Yeah, I think she looks so good. I think that was the right call, honestly. Um, Next, Kim. Kim, of course, showed out. Kim, like, lives for the Met Gala. Like, I think she's already planning her next year's look. Yeah. She, she like, looked crazy, but in the best way. Yeah, I was really happy for her because, you know, she started out going to the Met Gala as Kanye's plus one. Mm-hmm. In the past few years, she's been, like, getting invited as... Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. (laughs) And this year, I think she really wanted to make a statement Mm -hmm. and really wanted it to be her moment. And so Kanye really stepped back. He wore just Mm -hmm. a normal, like, all black, nothing special, and stood back the whole entire time. He... He really was her her plus one. Yeah, he let her shine, let her have her moment, because... You know, he, you know, he can go on tour. He can do yeah. all these other things. But, like, this is This is Kim's hers. Thing. This is her tour. <laughs> and I really appreciated that. But she so, wore a, um, uh, Freddie Mugler. Mugler, yeah. Um, and Drip was her, like, theme. Yeah. So, so she, it was, like, she was, like, you could see that she was wet almost. Yeah. And, like, so dripping. she had, like, a very dewy makeup look, wet hair. And then she had, like, these, a like. whole latex. Yeah. Her, her whole dress was like latex to her body and then they had like raindrops coming off and it and looked I, like she was dripping yeah like dripping water and then her cinched waist was it was just out snatched of this world i think literally i could like oh my god her waist was insane yeah. and she said she had to go so tight she said she had to go through like breathing classes to show how to wear a corset and there's no way she could like go to the bathroom or like even really sit down no yeah she said in her vogue interview she was like i can't pee for four hours like i have to figure it out like it was insane but she looked so good and her body looked out of this world um she I, looked so good. And the, so the dress good. was like the color of her skin tone. It really looked like she was like dripping water. Yeah. It was, I was, wow. It was so good. And then honestly, my favorite 
two looks of the entire night. I know I've said that with everyone with everyone but these truly were my favorite looks because I love that they did them together was Kendall and Kylie which I was expecting a lot from both of them and they both blew my expectations out of the water I just loved like evil stepsister moment from them full stepsister vibes they were um Versace Versace and I love that they did it together like I love that they did it together so Kendall wore in a very um fitted feather orange Orange. gown it was like sparkly a little bit she had the hair in the front hair pulled back she looked she had like did she have the the yeah it was like yeah it was like a only it wasn't wings because it was only on one side but it kind of like wrapped around her head to the side and it was like a full wing moment just to one side and then uh Kylie wore a lavender structured like strapless dress with these giant feathered sleeves and then feathers and at the bottom at the bottom and then she had the lavender hair which, which the lavender yeah seriously the lavender ha- hair put it over the top because again it's a very Kylie but it was very chic and it was very so Met Gala. like and then them just looking like the orange and the lavender them posing together out of this world like, this they is exactly can. what I want from the Met Gala Me I too. want it to be a fashion statement I but I want you to look classy and like look but good also over the top right and I want to be you yeah you, know, you I want to be envious of you and I feel like that's exactly what they did yeah and they like played a character but they made it still so classy and like had a very good balance they, of both and they stayed to, true to themselves exactly like, and they really uh, found a good balance I think oh uh, yeah Kendall and, and that's Kylie, what I think though about all of the Kardashian Jenners they just really stay true to themselves yeah. like the whole bronze goddess is so kin so that's kin. all she does is the bronze goddess looked and that's what she sticked with but still made a fashion statement yeah and then same with Kendall and Kylie yeah Kendall ugh, I even looking at the pictures now it makes my like it they just gets phenomenal. me really excited like people say this is dumb to like be excited about but it's so it's an art form you know fashion is an art form and it's yeah. a type of like it gets people excited and evokes like emotions and and conversation which I think is really cool and like that's I feel like the yeah, whole Met Gala is starting a conversation. And it just gives the designers too just like a lot of credit. Like they need something like this I feel like for designers. Mm-hmm. They need the Met Gala for them. Yeah and I like that the Met yeah a lot of designers like walk the carpet and really yeah you're right they, the recognition. They, whenever they choose the celebrities they all a lot of them walk the carpet and sit at the same table as who they dressed for. Right right you sit at their table and how it's just the so only cool. thing that was missing, I will say, was Chloe and Courtney. Yeah, that would have just what, made it. Maybe next year, maybe next year, but yeah, 2019 Met Gallus absolutely slayed it. The camp theme was my favorite. I just already can't wait for next year. Like the four hours flew by so fast. We started watching the red carpet at four and yeah. it ended at eight, and we we're like, "Are you kidding? It's already over!" Like it was the fastest four hours of my life. I was so invested in it, literally. And we were just writing notes after. I was just so notes. impressed. We like, have literally, I think, four pages of notes. I was so impressed with it. I'm so impressed. Okay, I love you, Matt Gallo. We'll see you next year. <laughs> um, well, well, moving on, moving on a little bit. Still speaking of the Kardashians. True. Um, sorry, keep going. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I was just going to say, we forgot at the beginning of the episode, we always forget this somehow. We're literally called Babes and Brews. Ah! <laughs> we literally went to go get coffee today. Or not even, but like, yeah, we did. 
We're literally called Babes and Brews, and we always like to have a brew with us to stay on brand, but we never tell our followers that. I, I always know. forget. But today, you know, I'm drinking a uh, chai iced... Uh, An ice I- Iced chai latte, and Cassie's drinking a vanilla latte, because we're the Babes and Brews, and we like to stay on brand. So grab a brew and come chat with us. Oh, shit. We forgot to do that, too. Gotta cut in. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's just gonna, like, take... This is all gonna need some cutting All right, so moving on from the Met Gala, we love you. But speaking of the Kardashians, Kim and Kanye added a new addition. They just had their, had fourth, their fourth baby. baby via surrogate. They had a boy. The name is TBD. A lot of people <laughs> are thinking that the name's free. I don't think the name's free, but I do think we're going to be expecting something different because we have North St. Chicago, and it's got to stay on brand. And I think we should be getting the news pretty soon. I think so, too. But what I keep saying is Kim says it a lot. She needs to really, like, see the child, see yeah. the personality. She's always very last minute with the name. She knows, has a few names in mind. But she never settles until a few days after the baby is born. For sure. And I think that's why, like, we should be getting it in the next couple days. Because it's... I don't think she's hiding it. I truly just think she doesn't want to be positive until she signs that birth certificate. For sure. You know? For sure. And they've been having, I feel like, kind of a crazy couple of, you know, days. It was the Met Gala, then the baby, (laughs) then, you know, they were on Ellen, and then they were like, um... And then they had Mother's Day, which, you know, Mother's Day always shows out in the Kardashian household. But the baby is healthy. She said that he's the chillest one out of all the babies and that he looks identical to Chicago right now. So Chicago is literally the cutest one. So that's a phenomenal sign. And it's just perfect for them. They have two boys and two girls. Like, what else could they need? I know. Of course, Kimye gets exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what, uh, I think Kanye said in an interview, he's like, ideally, I'd want two boys and two girls, and then that's it. I know. Of course, that's what they get. But can we talk about them on Ellen for a sec? <laughs> that was so It was cute. so cute. So, Chris Jenner went on Ellen for the Mother's Day episode, and Ellen surprised her with Courtney and all the grandbabies. And then, um, it, uh, first of all, Rain is the cutest kid I've ever seen in my entire life. He is the cutest cousin out of all of them, and I have no words. Like, absolutely He just no has words. a little personality on him. If you guys haven't seen it, go look up the interview right now. It's it so was funny. so cute. They had all of the kids on there. Like, even Chicago, mm-hmm. like, all of uh, Courtney's kids and Kim's kids, yes, right? Yes, yes. Were on there, and they we were, were all only so... only missing Baby True and Stormy. yeah. And it was all so funny. All then, the kids were just like, they had no idea what was going on. And they on. really, sh- I feel like their personalities shined a little bit. But then Courtney announced that Kimye was in labor. Yeah, she told Chris, she's like, no one knows this yet, which I just don't know if I believe this. Yeah, I don't know if I believe at it. At all. I just really don't. She's like, no one knows this, mom, but Kim just went into labor. And then Chris is like, oh, really? Kim's, like, Chris is like, what? Chris and just then, like, isn't that good of an actress. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ellen was like, oh, like this this has got to be a secret like for the audience and then she uploads it to her youtube about two seconds later <laughs> so that's why i think they there's no way like they totally all knew it oh, was just sure. like they were gonna be on ellen so they're like okay let's just tell everyone because kim was supposed to be there that's why she, uh, courtney had all the kids yeah because kim was also supposed to be there which props to courtney for handling all Seriously. like 10 of those kids because they were all that was a lot and they, they were all like being very they antsy. were all wild in <laughs> like rain would not stop talking and he's like i'm just done with this conversation that was 
so funny and I love him. He's the reincarnation of Scott Disick and I couldn't love anything more. Like I think he's But also be- Mason is too. So Mason true. and Rain are just but I think Mason, I really think Mason, like, is more like Courtney, though. Especially growing up. I think he's getting, like, really kind. He seems really sweet. His mannerisms is just... He's so sweet. It's so sweet. And he, like, loves his mom, you can tell. We're really getting a lot more of the kids and Mason, especially on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. He got, he did a confessional, I think, <gasps> not the last episode, but the week before. I was floored. And it was the cutest thing. It was so cute. I really I, hope that we see more of Mason. I know. Can you believe we saw him, like, be born on the show and now he has his own confessional all of these kids like this is all they're ever gonna know it's like Kendall and Kylie like they grew up on the show but these kids like from birth are really growing up on the show seriously and I keep saying this I'm so excited for this generation of the Kardashians to take over the show seriously like I really think that they will like it'll just be taking it will follow their lives. There's no Within way the next few Kim years. will not, like, not get away with that, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I'm And I'm so excited, so excited for that. Um, like, I just love a good Kardashian-Jenner kid. I love the Kardashians. And I think people need to stop shitting on them so much. Like, I don't get why people just, like, say they're so stupid. They're so, like, whatever. Um, Because they're not. And they're smart business people. They may have had a weird start. But, like, YouTubers have a weird start, you know? And they built a whole brand off of this. And people just need to stop being haters. Yeah, and we were saying this last night. Like, they do good things. Yeah, they try to bring awareness to things. They try to do things, you know? They're trying, at least. They're trying to bring awareness. Kim is trying to do these things, you know? And so, yeah, like, she's trying to become a lawyer. Like, that is hard work. I know. I think people just, like, really don't give them enough credit. But um, more baby news. The baby news has been There was a full-on baby boom. Seriously. In the past week, we just had a full baby boom. Full baby boom. So we got the royal baby this week. Finally. Finally. I'm so happy with the name. I'm so happy. There's no other name that I would want it to be. I don't know if it's just because of Riverdale or something, (laughs) which I don't even like that show, but Archie's the cutest name I could have ever thought of. What is it? I think it's Archie Harrison Mount... Mountbatten something. Yeah, it's I don't one know. more. It's like Windsor, I think. Um, so good. The name Archie is so cute. I think it's royal, but it's you know still fun and a little American. I feel like so good. They looked so cute. Megan looked so good in her. Poor Megan. They made her like get all dolled up and like go take that professional photo within like a few hours after she gave labor. I don't think that was a few hours. I think it was like a day or two. No, it was like. I read it was like 12 hours later. Well, and that, then, but they didn't release it till the next day. Like, we uh, got that picture the next day, but that photo was taken like 12 hours later. Well, that you makes, can just see the pain in her eyes. Well, though. that makes sense, though, because the, every royal has to do I that. I mean, yeah, but I just like feel bad. Like, you just, she just gave labor. Like, poor girl. Yeah, poor girl. But that's, you know, the pain it takes, that's the um, price it takes to be a royal. Um, Amy Schumer? Amy Schumer had a royal baby of her own the same day as Archie. Jean? Jean Idol? No, Jean Attell Fisher. Genital. She literally named her kid Genital, and I can't tell if it's a joke or not. Everyone keeps saying that, but I just don't think... So, oh, I read that... Is it, like, her manager, her assistant, her stylist, something like... Uh Someone that works for her, that's his name. Is Jean? Is... What is it? Attell. Attell. And so she, that was it, It's name. named after something. Okay. After someone on her team. But, like, do you think... So there's she, no way it's a joke. And I just don't think like, you joke about something like this. Really? I kind of feel like she would. Like, no. I feel like when it comes to your kid, 
I are just, you really gonna jo- and it's been a week now he was born on last Monday. well i don't think it's like a joke but like like that they're gonna change the name or anything but i think they were like mm-hmm. you know like like they did it on purpose so his name would be genital that's so mean <laughs> I mean that's horrible <laughs> i hope they just didn't realize or i hope they just have thinking. a sig- like significant um like i was just thinking reason why they named him like, I guess this isn't really along the same lines, but how your brother's, like... Initials are STD. Yeah, it's like, something like that, yeah. where they just, like, didn't really realize. Yeah, my parents kind of just, funny. like, had no idea, though. That's but so funny. how do you... That's the first thing I thought of when I heard that name. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you not know? I think it just has a lot of, um, significance behind it, so... I just hate the name Jean. They just yeah. had no chance. But I'm really happy for her that she finally has. Yeah. And she had a, a really, really rough pre- pregnancy. So I'm really happy she's like happy now. And she said it was all worth it. Now she's just happy and living her life. So congrats, Amy Schumer. I'm happy for her. And I hate that everyone shits on her too. People are so mean to her. Eh, I just like, don't think she's that funny. I don't like, like hate her or anything. But like who cares? Like like people just like have different senses of humor. People are just you don't need mean. to love everyone, you know? I don't care. I, like, sometimes I think she's funny, sometimes I don't, but I don't need to, like, shit on her all the time. I feel like as just, like, the years go on, and we're just like, we need to be kind, spread kindness, mm. positivity is key. The world just gets meaner. Well, it's social we media. It's, it's because like, it's so easy to, like, say I hate someone over the internet. And hide behind a phone. Right. So It's, it's ridiculous. It's, That's why I'm always, like, tell people, like, if I'm fighting with someone, I'm not going to fight with you over text. Call me on the phone. Because when, what totes. if you are talking to me on the phone, you're probably going to think twice about what you're going to say. And, and even that's the other day, um, someone slid into the Babes and Brews um, podcast Instagram. And I think Cassie handled this situation so well. Um, <laughs> speaking of, at Babes and Brews podcast, definitely go follow it. It looks better than ever. But some a girl slid in was like, I don't remember what she said, but she was like, no, I hate the Kardashians. Yeah, she and goes... Then, what did she say? It she, was like, I think she, like, responded to our story and was like, no, I hate them. And then Cassie responds, like, care to explain? She's like, I just hate the Kardashians. I just think they're stupid. And then, Yeah, I posted a picture of Kylie, Travis, and Stormy. They dressed up mm-hmm. as um, Iron Man and... Captain Marvel. Captain, Mar- <laughs> Captain Marvel and Baby Thor. So And cute. I go, this is iconic. And she goes, no, it's not. And then I go, care to explain? And she goes, I don't like the Kardashians. They're so stupid. And I was like, I understand. They're not everyone's cup of tea. Right. But, like, why would you? I think you handled that situation good. It's not like you, like, blocked her or, like, said, fuck you. Like, um, you're wrong. But I think, like, why would she even need to, like, spread the hate and respond to that story and say, I hate the Kardashians? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Right. And, like, clearly we like them if we're saying this is iconic. Like, why would you just try to be a hater and say, no, I hate them? Right. Like, or that's, exp- your, that's your own opinion. Just why you don't like them. Right. You know? Be like, don't just be like, no. Right. Be like, oh, I don't think they, you know. Blah blah blah. It's like I need an explanation, not just don't slide because into our DMs. Because we're all for people's opinions. Right. It's like we love to hear other people's sides and like give our opinions on it. But just like be respectful about right. it. Like don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Um, speaking of haters, <laughs> the James Charles drama. <laughs> I cannot with this. I First can't. of all, I don't even really want to talk about this because I do not think. Oh, YouTube- I do. <laughs> I don't think YouTubers need to be in the mainstream media. I think they kind of need to stay in their lane a little bit, depending on who it is. But like, 
I think YouTubers need to take a chill a little bit. They need to take a step back because they think they're very entitled and that they work harder than the rest of the people in the media. Right. And it's, no, you work about the same. Yeah. And, like, we can't compare how hard people work. Seriously. But they think just because they, you know, make a YouTube video and, and produce edit their own content. And produce their own content, which, you know, half of them have editors and right. have a whole team behind them, like the rest of the celebrities. Why do they feel so entitled? They're so entitled. And that's the whole James Charles drama, is that he's basically finally being called out for being so entitled, which I could have told you this months ago. I hate James Charles Mm -hmm. for this specific reason. Right, and just one more thing. So James Charles attended the Met Gala, and this whole thing is that he was so excited that he thinks he's breaking barriers for YouTubers because he doesn't believe that YouTubers get enough credit in the media. And this is all I have to say about that. (sighs) Most of these YouTubers or influencers are such clout chasers. They're not good role models. And what I think is the difference between people that are, like, actors and actresses and singers Mm -hmm. is they are not... I mean, some of them are, like, respectfully, but they're not out there just putting out content to gain followers. Right. They have a craft. They have, like, an art form. Or, you know, they sing. They dance. And so does James. But I feel like a lot of times he's using his platform not for good. Right. And he's not being a good role model. Especially with just the things he says about boys and stuff. That's not a good role model. Tana Mojo, you're not a good role model to take kids. Right. These singers and actresses, they're being a good representative and role models. Yeah. To society. Seriously. And, like, they just, they, everything they do is for more attention and more followers. And I don't think necessarily, I mean, obviously there is actresses and actors that do the same. But, like, most of the time they do it because they love it and they have this passion. James Charles, I feel like, does it because he wants money, he wants fame. Right. Not because he loves makeup. Have you seen his makeup? It's really not that good. And, like, (laughs) Tana Mojo. Like, what is your talent? What are you, like, she's putting out videos so she can gain more followers and get people to just continue to watch her so she can make money. And keep in mind, James Charles and Tana Mojo are younger than us. They're literally 19 and 20. Like, they haven't, like, been working in this industry for years or something. Like, they just dropped out of high school, you know? like And it's, it's so frustrating because all they ever do is, like, we work so hard. Like, I've been working so hard. You don't understand how hard it is to put out a video a week. It's, like, Emma Chamberlain does this all the time. Yeah. And it's, like, sis, all you do is put one video out a week and edit it yourself. Literally. It's not that hard. Like, I go to school for 40 hours a week. Literally. Like, have you, you clearly didn't go to college. And she's, like, I have nothing else to do with my time. Time. Like, I could, I have no time. All I do is edit. I'm like, for 24 hours a day for seven days a week, all you do is edit a video, and that's it. Just like really becomes clear these people like dropped out of high school, didn't go to college, and like haven't yeah. really worked and that hard. And all they do is complain and then like upload a video about like how tired they are and then have another scandal, right? So, we haven't even dived in this <laughs> James Charles We're just yet. now complaining about YouTubers. I know. I just ha- really have a bone to pick with YouTubers. I, I'm so mad at them. And some of them I do respect and, like, I do follow and I do like. Like, I don't hate all YouTubers, but I hate the teeny bopper ones that are coming up, like James Charles, Emma Chamberlain, all them. Um, but the recent James Charles news, I don't want to dive that much into it, but basically... Uh, Tati Westbrook, who's like, I guess. Another fellow YouTuber. Yeah, um, who gave James Charles his start, basically exposed him for being entitled, for, you know, being the worst, basically, and taking advantage of people. And then she, you know, mentioned this a little bit in her video. And then it was really like the people that responded to this video that really exposed him. But basically, she said that, you know, he's being a bit of a predator, 
which I want to take this lightly. This is all allegedly. But according to her, you know, she taught he, you know, talks a lot about sex and a lot about, you know, boys he's hooking up with, which I'm all down for. I do the same. Like what, you know, I'm all down for. Sway goes about it, though. For, yeah, for gabbing about, you know, sex life or whatever. But he did it in really inappropriate manners. He would, like, bring up, you know, sexual acts at, like, dinners and, like, with her family and just, like, be gross about it. And then um, she only mentioned that a little bit. She didn't, you know, talk too much about him being, like, a predator. But it's really once she released that that everyone else came out and really talked about kind of what a creep he was. And it's not even just, like, speculation it's like known people and there's proof behind it there's text messages there's other big youtubers that are coming out even his own videos has exposed him you know they're all saying that he takes advantage of straight guys and that they you know he forces themselves himself onto them and kind of forces them to do things that they don't want to do which you know he had this problem with the guy he took to coachella apparently you know that was a whole thing and it was kind of put to bed, but it was kind of re-brought up with this whole Tati video. And then a lot of other people, like Jeffree Star, said he his boyfriend no longer allows James to come to the house because of what a creep he is. And it sounds like he just really makes inappropriate comments. And then a lot of people he went to high school with came out and was like, he used to catfish people all the time to get nudes. He used to, you know, tell straight guys this to, you know, get them to hook up with him and And you do have to keep in mind he's only 19 years old. Right. However, this is not his first scandal. He's almost had scandal after scandal after scandal. So you have had plenty of time to learn and to grow from your mistakes. I'm all about making mistakes and learning from them. But Cameron made a really good point. If you want to consider yourself a big dog, you got to be able to hang with them. You've got to be able to be mature and know how to handle yourself in certain situations. And he has proved, not once, but time after time again, that he can act And honestly, his videos back up these claims. He is really, like, gets creepy in his videos and, you know, talks about, you know, trying to get straight guys to like him and try to turn straight guys, which that just, like, rubs me the wrong way. Because, like, let people, like, I'm all about for, you know, experimenting, you do you. But, like, don't force someone into that. That's such an intimate thing. And, like, the guy thing aside, he's just really just trying to gain all these followers and make money. He's not... He doesn't have... He doesn't care about his platform or the people he's, you know, his quote-unquote fans. He cares about, you know, the money that they're going to bring him and the the things he can do with that. Yeah, and he doesn't really care about his friends or family because what Tati was saying is... She made him what he was, right. and and she's she, given him chance after chance after chance. And once he got to this point and kind of exploded, he completely cut her off. Right, and, and she's the reason why he got has so many followers. Right, and the whole drama between them was that you know she has her own Halo company, which they sell like, um, you know, like pills like the Sugar Bear hairs, things like, like biotin, that. right, like hair, skin, nails, and then. I think this was so fucked up is that she he refused to promote her stuff and he surpassed her you know in followers and stuff so she could really use that exposure from his fans and he refused to you know sponsor her stuff or like you know post about it which why would you first of all not do that to your friend 
I think it makes sense his reasoning behind it because his following is 12 to 14 year old people and so you don't want to be promoting like a sleeping pill or like um like kind of pills to them sure but then he goes off exactly with that's bear. that's what totally rubbed me the wrong way that's why he's and clearly even, lying about it and because even with he it, doesn't care about his 12 to 14 year old you know fans he does not give a single fuck you about know? anyone but himself uh, for sure and making money and even like his sister's tour I'm so sorry, but I didn't even pay $250 to see Taylor Swift. Right. And, like, <laughs> she didn't even charge that much. His cheapest tickets were $250, and they went all the way to, like, $1,000. Yeah. But the minimum price range was, like, $250 to $500. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And even when he had his Morphe deal, mm-hmm. he, he was getting underpaid. And so Tati re-did, like, a whole new contract and helped him negotiate it. Yeah. And, like, anytime he had a contract or was in um, a bad deal, she was always giving it to her lawyers and, like, helping him out with it. And when no one would want to sponsor him, mm-hmm. she got him a sponsorship. She starred was everything yeah. that he is. And the is- fact that he wouldn't, like, promote her things and just be like, absolutely, I'll definitely do that, you know? Like, the fact that he didn't automatically be like, yes, shows he's a douche. Yeah, you know? and he never gives credit to where credit's due. He just takes all of it for himself. But then, yeah, so the Halo Beauty thing, he obviously refused to do it. And then he went to Coachella, sponsored by Sugar Bear Hair, which is her direct competitor. So he was, you know, sponsoring Sugar Bear while refusing to, you know, sponsor her thing for the same thing. So it basically just, like, was the straw that broke the camel's back with her and their friendship. I don't really know anything about her, but I think that's just so sleazy. You know, it's so... And just in the past few months, he's been losing, like, friend after friend with YouTubers. Yeah, seriously. He's been burning so many bridges. And if Jeffree Star says you're a creep, then, like, you're probably a creep. And there's just so many people coming out, so many YouTubers coming yeah. out, so many people have unfollowed him, like, so many celebrities, Miley Cyrus, all of the Kardashians. He's lost, I think, over 3 million subscribers on YouTube. This is probably YouTube his worst nightmare right In now. the last, like, two days. He's at 13.6 million subscribers right now. Before this whole scandal, he was at, like, 16.2. Which, like, that is a lot of people to, like, go onto YouTube and specifically click the unsubscribe button. You know, that's, like, pretty intense. So, James let Charles this, is canceled. Let it this be a learning lesson, James Charles. You can't, I don't care if you're 19 years old. Yeah. Like, you need to learn from your mistakes. And so many people have told you that if you don't knock this mm-hmm. off, it's not going to be good. And this and is look, exactly what This is happened. exactly is what ha- is happening. So, you know, go check yourself, James Charles. That's the thesis. You're canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Moving on to our favorite thing ever, Vanderpump Rules. So the season finale was like two weeks ago and we got the first episode of the reunion. It's just better than ever. I just, the reunion is so good. I was a little disappointed with the whole season, I'd say. Yeah, there just wasn't any drama anymore because they're all such good friends. Right, but I really think this season was like setting up like almost a platform to jump off of. To get in, to like jump off of, to rebrand themselves, you know, living in their bougie houses, doing their own things, not so much working at Cern. Yeah, we're getting away from Cern. I think this was like a transitional period, like a transitional Which is what we needed because we keep talking about, okay, what are, what are they going to do? Because we don't need them working at Cern anymore. Right. We still just want to follow their lives. It's now because they just work so well as a friend group. Right. So yes, I totally think you're right. They're just transitioning into where they're going to go next. And next and season we'll get, you know, Brittany and Jax's wedding. And so I think we'll have a lot 
you know, more exciting things next season. I think, not that this was a bad season. I loved it and looked forward to every single night. But, like, I just think we'll get a lot more next year. And hopefully we'll be in L.A. this summer. So hopefully we can see them filming. That would be the dream. But we had the first episode of the reunion last week. And the second part's on tonight. I cannot wait. It was so good, even the first part of the reunion. And they all keep saying that this is the, like, most insane reunion ever which is kind of weird for a pretty dull season i loved that we got from the first part of the reunion is where we got off the drama i know so andy had a breakup jackson james was basically the whole time was just them bickering no one could get a word in about just fighting with james yeah everyone was fighting with james britney got so upset Mm -hmm. james was just saying stuff about her family and just like calling her her a hillbilly like just being the worst, being James. But also, Raquel is just the worst. Oh, the absolute worst. <laughs> She's like, everyone's just jealous because I'm a beauty queen. <laughs> yeah, she literally sucks. But I will say, um, I loved that Andy had to break up Jackson, um, Jackson James, because I love a good when Andy has to get in the middle. Like, and I don't think he's had to get in the middle since, like, literally uh, Therese, Danielle and Teresa. Literally Teresa and Danielle in New Jersey, like, in 2011 like I literally love when he gets involved it's so funny and he truly just like looks like her one of the parents like having to break up a fight but the reunion was so good Jax just like keeps thinking everyone is talking about his dad when like no one is and so I can't wait to see what happens I think it gets everyone, even more crazier tonight everyone is just so on edge like Lala yeah. and Jax just because and even Vanderpump <laughs> because they've had someone close to them pass yeah. away, which is completely understandable. Yeah. But that, I feel like, has been all this season. It's, like, someone they think is making a jab or, like, talking about their family. Yeah. And just, like, sets them off. Yeah. So, yeah. hopefully, they've just been grieving this year. So, hopefully, they'll kind of get it together within this next year. Yeah. And, you know, they are just going through the grieving process, so it makes sense. For sure, for sure. I, I really, really hope that we see some Stassi and Bo engagement next year. I would love that. That would, like, be the uh, I wish they, the they started filming so they could have followed her on, like, her book tour and seen all this unfold. Because it's been such an exciting time for her. I know. And I don't think we're going to see it. Except maybe they filmed, like, at her, like, launch party or something. Like, I'm sure they had something. Right. I'm sure they'll, like, at least mention They're going to have to. Because I know that they talked about, like, National OOTD Day. Like, this is right. such a big part of her life right now was her book Mm -hmm. that I really hope that they follow or cover some of it. Me too. Um, I just love Vanderpump and I can't. And Raquel should not be working at Sir. (laughs) I know, I don't even want to talk about it because it pisses me off so much. But Raquel announced she's going to be working at Sir and I'm just so angry because she's just so stupid. Like, absolutely so stupid. Moving on a little bit, the Jonas Brothers, (laughs) they've just been making news lately. So... I really want to talk about Sophia and Joe getting married in Vegas. I love that they did that after the Billboard Music Awards. That's so unbranded. And that Diplo was, (laughs) he was recording the whole thing on a live stream on Instagram. Like, they just, like, hired Diplo as their photographer, basically. so funny. Like, there's just, like, two types of people. You have Nick and Priyanka that have a (laughs) three-day wedding in an actual castle in a palace. And then you have Joe and Sophia are like, Let's go get married by an Elvis impersonator and have Diplo be the photographer. With ring pop rings. Just, like, (laughs) iconic. It's so good. And I think they're still going to get married this summer in France. I think they're still going to, like, have that whole ceremony. But I think this was so cool. And I feel like they really were just, like, feeling themselves after the Billboard Music Awards and be like, 
hey, baby, you want to go get married? Like, that's hilarious. I have been living, I've been calling them, like, the core six. I think they are just, like, a solid pack. They are just amazing. All six of them work so well together. I love all the wives. Like, if you watch them at the Billboard Music Awards, they know. The J sisters. They know every lyric to the whole song. It was so cute. It's, like, the best outcome we could have asked for for the Jonas Brothers. Because, like, they just deserve so much. And I think, like, their significant others, like, are just a perfect match for each yeah. of them respectfully. They make them better. They truly make them better. I think that this, the Joe Bro sisters all work well together. They're yeah. just so different. Mm-hmm. But they all just, like, blend really well. I love that they hang out. I love that they're BFFs. Like, I know. It just makes me feel really good. And I just love <laughs> how it really came full circle. Like, yeah. they started, like, young, then they had this falling out, and now they're all getting married and found their way back to each other like totally. in this exciting part of their lives yeah and now they're like going on tour and they want to like so share this yeah they want to share this like exciting time together I know like do you think that they're gonna go on tour with them like I hope so the sisters oh for sure I think well I don't know because Kevin and his kids probably not like like do you think Priyanka's gonna rough it on a tour bus no, no they're not gonna be on no a tour way. bus yeah. they're gonna be on a PJ it's uh, the Jonas Brothers no yeah I don't think they'll go on tour with them because Sophia you know has things going on Priyanka has things going on Daniela maybe not so much but she's got kids so <laughs> I think they'll definitely make a lot of appearances though yeah their songs have been bops we have so Sucker good. and Cool right now they announced their happiness I think it's called the happiness mm-hmm. world tour and I know it completely sold out so they added more dates I want to go so bad but so bad. my cousin Patrick shout out to you is getting married <laughs> on that day so we've I'm got really, a, we've got really a wedding. upset I have a wedding to go to but I'm just like really happy for them. Me too. I'm just I'm just can't wait to see what happens next. Um, should we dive into Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift, let me just tell you. Oh my gosh. So she just released her new song, Me, with Brandon Urie from Panic at the Disco. So and good. So leading up to that, we got about like two weeks of her just hyping this mm-hmm. up. We knew 426 was going to be something, but we didn't know what. Everyone pretty much predicted that it was going to be a music video and a single. Mm-hmm. I will say she was, she has been kind of annoying with just hyping everything up so much yeah. for only giving us a um, music video and a single, but I was so impressed. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. were on the fence with it. But it's so good. She, in the video, there's so many Easter eggs. And so good. I and know. she did it specifically for her fans because she knows we love to, like, dig for things. And she knows we love to, like, examine everything she does and look for things. Yeah. So I love that she, like, embraced that and actually included things we could, like, look for. And everything she does is an Easter egg. Like, if you go watch the Delicate music video and the Endgame music video, those are all Easter eggs for this specific album. She's been planning this album literally since Reputation, and uh, I actually That's think why it came this, out so quick. this album was supposed to be Reputation, and then this whole thing, like, the more beef with, like, Kim and Kanye mm-hmm. kind of came out, and then she was, like, needed to do the Reputation, and um, for the Reputation area era, she didn't do any press, yeah. nothing, she just released the album, and now she's starting to do press again. She's Which doing, rocks. I love a good Taylor Swift interview. I know. She's now in is sitting down with journalists. She's on the cover of magazines. Mm -hmm. She's doing her first sit-down interview on Ellen, which comes out on uh, Wednesday. It's her first one in three years. And I'm just so, I'm so happy to see Taylor Swift back in the spotlight. So excited. It's just so exciting, like, whenever they go into hiding and then they're back out again. It's so exciting. I love it. And I'm excited. I love that she's hyping it up. Mm -hmm. Like, I really do. It is kind of annoying because I think we do need, she needs to release the album name and the like when it's going to be released like it's time for sure but I'm predicting a July 5th release date 
Um, I just have so many theories as to why it's July 5th. Her favorite yeah. holiday is the 4th of July. Go watch her music video for Endgame and it all really, it makes sense. It just makes the most sense. It's going to drop on July 4th at midnight. So July 5th and I really think it's going to be a double album because she just said in her Entertainment Weekly um, magazine that it's going to be more songs than ever before that she's ever released and it's going to be double and on her entertainment weekly cover she wore a bunch of pins and they were all easter eggs as for her album and there was a drake pin on there and drake just released a double album mm. and so i really think it's going to be a double album i also think we're getting collabs from the dixie chicks which is a hundred percent there's been so many yeah. um She's dropped that That's so like many the times. Easy, it's the easiest one to find in the music video. <laughs> yeah, and like in her Time 100 gala, she talked about Panic at the Disco mm-hmm. and um, being one of like her favorite mm-hmm. um, artists. And then she talked about Dixie Chicks' Cowboy Take Me Away is yeah. one of her favorite songs that bring her back home. And then she just released it in Entertainment oh, Weekly, was like, oh, when I mentioned Panic at the Disco, mm-hmm. that was an Easter egg. And yeah. in the same thing is the Dixie Chicks. Also, she had a Dixie Chicks pin on. Also, I really think there's going to be a Selena Gomez collab. For sure. And... I think on the double album, I think one side's going to be called you and the other side's going to be called me. And I just have so many theories with that too, but I'm I'm not going to go into it. And I think one is going to be kind of like slower Mm singer-songwriter kind of pop and then one's going to be a country vibe. One and one of the songs has to be called, if the album's not called Lover, one of the songs at least has to be called Lover. I kind of think that, uh, well, thousand percent, that's either going to be her next single Mm -hmm. or it's the album. Yeah. But I also kind of think her album has something, it has something to do with, like, butterflies breaking free of, like, the reputation area. Like, she's set free. Like, that was the first thing in the music video. kaleidoscope or something. Yeah. I just, like, can't wait Because in the music video, you see, like, the snake, which is, like, the reputation Mm -hmm. area, and then butterflies, and it's, like, she's being released of that. Right. So I'm excited to see, like, what I need to... And this whole, like, aesthetic is, like, all pastels and happy and, like, speak now vibes. Which is my... Ugh. Just the best. It's just truly like a breath of fresh air. It's everything we could ask for. And especially for the summer album. She always does winter. The fact that we're getting it in the summer rocks. I know. And this is nothing like she's ever done before. I know. And I love that. But it's also still on brand for her. And I think it is going to go back to her roots. Her Speak Now roots. Her sing, like you said, her singer-songwriter roots. Which is her best era. I mean, we always say her first like three albums are her best albums. I know. And since there's going to be so many collabs, that means she's going to have so, she already has so many guests that come with her on tour but just think of all those people then that are going to pop up on tour I'm predicting a summer 2020 tour for TS7 yeah and wow I just I just could not wait also you guys if you go on taylorswift.com go pre-order the album now because it's only $11.99 and since it is going to be a double album I think it'll be pretty pricey once it's released Mm -hmm. so if you guys want to get a deal Go pre-order it now because you know I already did. I just love her. Like, I love that, um... I just can't wait. I really feel like we're going back to original Taylor and... Her rights. feel like because she's more happier than ever. She's so, you know, in love. And we're just gonna get so much out of her. And I can't wait to see her more, you know? I literally can't wait to see her in the media more because I really missed her. I missed her I feel like it's been so long. The only thing is I just need her and Joe to be a little bit more public. Yeah, Which they're not gonna be until they literally get married, Mm -hmm. which I kind of think they're engaged already, but I'm so excited. I'm so excited that she has a summer album. I'm loving this vibe. I really missed her, like, singer-songwriter vibe, which she just said in her Entertainment Weekly, it's gonna be singer-songwriter, which I love the Reputation era, but it just... 
I liked it because it was different. It's something she's never done before. Mm-hmm. I appreciated it. She won tons of awards for it. Her tour was phenomenal. Right. But now we're getting, you know, our original Taylor yeah. back. I'm just, like, ready for an album to, like, really speak to my soul. Me and too. the fact that I'm going to get, I think we're getting 26 songs because I think it's going to be 13 and 13. Mm-hmm. If you guys know, 13 is her favorite number. So if I can get 26 songs that really just speak to my soul, Ugh. it just get Taylor Swift through my veins. I'll yeah. be one happy Cassie. And this is also about to be the best summer ever. And the only thing that can make it better is <laughs> top it off with Taylor Swift. Literally. Like, we couldn't ask for more. Our lives just, like, really are really good right now. Like, <laughs> insanely good. It's, like, weird. So the fact that this Taylor Swift is just, like, the cherry on top of the cake. Seriously. Like, we cannot ask for more. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. We just can't ask for more. So, um... I can't believe I'm saying this, but we're going to switch things up today a little bit. So if you're new to the podcast, I, at the end of every podcast, like to round it out by asking Cassie a question. But today, we decided to switch it up a little bit, and today, Cassie's going to ask me the question. Yay, I'm so excited. I really wanted to do this. Um, I'm so excited. I'm ready. I'm nervous. I can't wait. (laughs) Okay, they're just going to be very easy. Oh, good. I have two questions. Okay, a double a double question um and if you guys couldn't tell from just my whole rant that just went on I'm a diehard Taylor Swift stan like she is my ride or die so of course I kind of wanted to make a whole podcast dedicated to Taylor Swift about all my theories Mm -hmm. um before the song was released but since we didn't get around to that um I figured I'd still ask you some Taylor Swift questions okay spill this are you ready yes question number one Cameron what has been your favorite Taylor Swift relationship? Oh, that's a good question. Thank you. As we know, Taylor Swift has had been in some relationships. So what has been, like, your favorite, like, you were just like, wow, this is great. Okay, give me a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I just say, ugh, I don't know, I can't pick. Can I tell you my top four? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, For all for different reasons. Uh, so, uh... Joe Jonas, number what that was my first thought because the 27 second phone call that was iconic. Iconic. <laughs> he, if you guys didn't know, he broke up with her um, in a 20 second, 27 second phone call, and then she wrote "Better Than Revenge" about him. So and, good. And but the "Better Than Revenge" was almost like a sub song, like a subtweet to mm-hmm. a song that he wrote about her. It's so good. It was just the drama was everything you could ask for at that time. Then Taylor Lautner iconic came out of nowhere back to december is about taylor lautner back to december is one of my favorite songs i just loved it and then it honestly all has to do with the song she wrote about them john mayer dear john is about john mayer (laughs) so good and it's john mayer john mayer turns me on he's so john mayer just loves to like get with like the biggest pop star it's like like, he checks off the list oh my god loved it it was so not good to be them two are just like horrible Horrible together, together but like Dear John, an absolute bop. I love a good call out. It's a six minute song, by the way. It's just so, calling him out. It's so good. It was iconic. And then my last favorite was Tom Hiddleston. Really? I was thinking about this weirdly the other day. I saw a video of them dancing um, when they first released their uh, like relationship. Loved them together. And everyone says they were like fake or like not really together. But I don't even care. I love them together. I think they were so cool. And I think Tom Hiddleston's like... I love Joe. Um, I think they're great together, but he's my for sure second choice for her because I think he's a really good person. Like, I think he's not just because he's an Avengers, but like, I do it's think. It's because he's an Avengers, guys. <laughs> no, I just think they were really cool together. And from what I saw, they like 
seem to mesh well. He just, like, seems like a good person. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have worked together cool. if they, like, got a good if they, you know, got a better chance. Good answers. Good Thank answers. You. Thank you. Um, I would have to agree with all those, but I would like to add Calvin Harris because I really, I think we got to see a lot of their relationship. Yeah. Um, I do think it got messy. I'm not yeah. sure what song is about him. Obviously, there's a song written about him. Yeah. But I liked seeing them in the spotlight. I thought they were really cute together. I thought that they honestly could have worked. But I would agree, and I was very sad when they broke up, mm-hmm. but it sounds like he was a douche to her. Exactly. So, like, good words. And I only want the best for Taylor, so. Only the best for my queen. And so that's why we arrived at Joe. I don't know much about him, honestly, but the fact that he really wants to stay out of the spotlight, like, rubs me the right way. Which is what she needs, I Yeah, think. and I think he humbles her a little bit, mm-hmm. and they, they, I think, balance each other nicely. I'd like to see more so I can make a more informed decision. But seems like it's going well. Phenomenal question. I loved it. I have one more just to wrap it up. Um, It's pretty easy. If you could listen to one Taylor Swift album for the rest of your life, which one would it be? See, that's so hard. I know. I think I'd have to. But that's why I give you album, not song. So honestly, I think I'd either go with Taylor Swift, her very first album, because I think it's just so authentic. It has so many bops. And then truly, it's because, like, I feel like that's a time in my life I was really, like, growing up, and I have a lot of good memories associated to it. But then, if not, probably fearless mine would be fearless yeah because it just everything is on there love story 15 hey steven fearless you belong with me i know it just like again forever and always yeah fearless hands down yeah i have to say those my top two i actually yeah i'd probably put fearless over the top one but again it's because it's like i have so many good memories of like growing up associated yeah i feel like it feels like the album Fearless, of my childhood. Fearless was, like, my first, whenever I became a Taylor Swift stan. Yeah. That is the whole album. Like, whenever she just released Taylor Swift, I was like, Tim McGraw, this is a bop. Ugh, but Tim Fear- McGraw is one Fearless of my Fearless is what songs. helped me, when I was like, Taylor Swift will be my ride or die. And, like, the You Belong With Me music video, Ugh. that turned everything upside and, down. And, like, Ian Love, the Love Story music video. <laughs> so good. You know how many times I, like, cried to that I as know. a kid? <laughs> and just, like, wanted to live, like, a fairy tale just exactly like that. You know, when I was younger, I used to have this, like, post-it notes on my desk that had every every side of the, like, the post-it had a different Taylor Swift album on it. <laughs> it was, like, four sides. It was only when she had, like, four albums so far. It was so cute. That's so cute. Uh, I love her. Love I Taylor love her. Swift. I can't wait. It's going to be perfect whenever she does do, though, her yeah. um her next tour in the summer 2020 because we're just going to be graduating, so I'm just going to say it's going to be a graduation present to ourselves. Uh, so true. <laughs> Besides our bougie Europe, Europe trip, trip but, yeah. but, like, we'll just, like, add it to the list. <laughs> we're going to have a summer of just, like, sending it. I really think that we need to have another summer. Like, we keep saying, like, this is our last summer. Like, this is before we have to get jobs, but, like, I really think somehow we need to have one more summer. I know. For those of you who don't know, we're seniors in college. No, I'm so sad. I know. Well, I guess not to... I mean, technically, yeah. It's summer. We're about to be seniors in college. Insane, right? I'm not old enough to do that. That just seems crazy. I know. Um, um, but make sure you guys, like, stay up to date with us because we are interning at Young Hollywood. Can we say that? Yeah, for sure. We're interning at Young Hollywood in Beverly Hills this summer, and we're going to be around some talent and mm-hmm. working with really in the entertainment industry, and this is all we've ever wanted. We ever. have the same internship. Because we're a, so annoying. Because we're so annoying, <laughs> but it, it was a complete coincidence, mm-hmm. but then I really think the universe was telling Team KC that this is what we it need is. to do. It is. We're going to be 
um, living like at USC with like some USC girls. We're going to have the best summer of our freaking lives. Of dude. our lives. So we're definitely going to have some stories to tell you guys. So you guys are going to have to follow us on Instagram. We've been really active on Instagram lately. Like aggressively active. Like, or borderline and, annoying. Annoying. We're <laughs> one of those people every single day. I We post stories. We pretty much post. Mm-hmm. We've been really into Instagram just to kind of whenever there's entertainment news and we can't really get around to a yeah. podcast. That is what we keep ourselves up with and we're planning on staying really active on that throughout the summer still. And so. our Instagram looks so good right now. Even if you don't want to follow us, at least just go look at it and appreciate it. At Babes and Brews Podcast. Babes N with an N, not and. Yeah, I really don't recommend get it you follow it because we could be your number one source for all the entertainment news that you need. I know. So just give us we're a follow. We're so fun. We're so much fun. We're so fun. We're and- funny sometimes. I'm just like baggy. And we're kind of been active on Twitter lately. We just got um, retweeted by two verified accounts last night. So, you know, I'm just saying. But yeah, and we are going to start having some credibility, working with some talent this summer, and we're we're really going to be working behind the scenes. So we're really going to get some inside scoops for you guys. So continue to follow us. Continue to listen to our podcast. You know we'll we'll be spilling all the tea. Yeah, we'll be very real with you guys. Follow us on social, at Cameron Sidley, at Cassie Denoyer. Um, You know, play the podcast. Redownload. If you listen to the podcast, try to download it because then we can track how many people listen to uh, us. Yeah, and like let us know if there's anything you guys want us to talk about. If you guys want to argue with us on something, we'd we'd love to know. Call in. We want, yeah, (laughs) we want our followers to let us know what they want to hear because, you know, maybe you guys don't want us to recap Vanderpump Rules. I'm sure we're still going to do it. Yeah. But like, Like, I don't really care. Just like let us know if there's like a show you're like, oh, I'm really into the show right now. You guys should watch it because we're just TV junkies and like recap it we'd love to do that so also let us know if we can maybe get some celebs that you guys want to see at Young Hollywood (laughs) let us know so true we do um and (laughs) go follow Babes and Brews on Instagram and then when you're done with that go follow Young Hollywood because maybe you'll see us sneak peeks of us so true keep up to date with what we're doing this summer so we'll see you guys next time and uh, peace out see you next week (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.